Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion. Dallin. Wait, I've been saying Dallin for the longest time. Am I doing it wrong? Have you? Well, here's the thing. I had a, I had multiple teachers throughout all of my grade school career call me Dallin. And so over time, I just started hearing that as, so I have, feel like I have like two names in my head. Pronounced well, teachers, two teachers be damned, bro. I want to know how I to know. say your name right, like your people. It's like Dallas, Texas. All right. That's how it, it is pronounced. Dallin. Dallin. Yeah. Oh, but I, I feel I like a whole new world's like, opened up to me, buddy. Yeah, I didn't so even hyped. hear you say that until you're like, have I been saying it wrong? And I was like, hey, I guess so. Dallin. Okay. I'm well, now that it. we're now that we're on first name terms. <laughs> okay, tell everybody what this is, what the idea of this is, if they don't. All right. I mean, they're here, right? So if you've ever watched my YouTube channel, you know I'm into the Haunted Mansion, you could say. I... I know a lot about it. I talked with people who worked on it. Um, and I know a lot of stories about this ride. This ride has lots of legends. It's got urban legends. It's got, you know, traditions from people who love it. And I wanted to sit down with my good friend, Disney Dan, just talking about the history, the culture, the potential future of the Haunted Mansion from someone I wouldn't say you're on the outside because you're pretty in the know, but someone who is yeah. a journeyman Haunted Mansion fan. Yeah, you know, like I've, I've watched some YouTube of it. Like I have a casual interest in the lore. I have I own several Haunted Mansion books to make it appear as though I'm a learned man about right. the Haunted Mansion. But you've read those books. You know what I mean? And I, my ADD, I, be damned, I can't read anything, bro. So... <laughs> <laughs> Not even my emails, man. So uh, don't email me. Um, More than two paragraphs, I you, you lose me. You're, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, but I love the haunted mansion. I've I've I I, I do. I have sh I have shelves of merchandise from it. Uh, I really love the music and the narration that I completely forgot when put on the spot. Uh, <laughs> I love the haunted. But you you are like you're like the Nick Fury of the Haunted Mansion. You know what I mean? Oh, I, no. just, I just rolled in here being a fat, chubby Thor, and you have a, you're assembling the, the, the Haunted oh, Mansion lore. Initiative, and yes. Yeah. yeah. You're bringing uh, in the haunted ghost, the candelabra, everything. I'm partial, I'm kind of offended that Disney hasn't even bothered to contact me about this new remake they're doing. Like I'm right here, I'll work for free. They know I will. Yeah, right? <laughs> but. <laughs> What do you say we hop right into a little bit of the history, yeah, prehistory, prehistoric haunted mansion? Okay. Before it was even a glimmer in Walt Disney's eye, right? You have Disneylandia or Mickey Mouse Park. Disneylandia was a miniature. You have Mickey Mouse Park at the Walt Disney right. Studios. Um, more or less a miniature, lower budget version of Disneyland. If all of Disneyland was just the front half of the park being main street and the railroad right. and it was supposed to represent a sort of idyllic small town sort of americana turn of the century kind of place 
But there would be various attractions like a railroad, there'd be a boat cruise, that sort of thing. Those obviously made it into Disneyland. Um, but there was also planning, there was also planned to be a, you know how in every town, every city, there's that legend, you know, there's that house at the end of the street that belongs to yeah. Mr. McGillicuddy that you never see anyone go in or out of. There's always some like sketchy. poorly maintained shrubberies. There's yeah. like, there's like, oh, it's like, like why did, the whole neighborhood's taking care of their, their trees, Mr. McGillicuddy. All right. <laughs> like true green has dropped off so many tags in your lawn, bro. Like they, they just want to treat your weeds. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> let you know, them. Why are all of your trees dead, man? No one ever, every like that doesn't even make sense. The, the I don't same water, like, not to water your trees. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to do anything to maintain your trees, dude. Are you killing your trees on purpose? How did this happen? <laughs> How does your house still have creaky shutters? What house still has shutters? Right, there's an <laughs> HOA here, man. <laughs> oh, you're not fine. <laughs> So the plan was to have Mr. McGillicuddy's house as part of, as part of this Disney, as part of Mickey Mouse Park, and this was not, you know, your Omnimover animatronic-filled special effects haunted house, and it wasn't even planned to be that for a very, very long time. This was going to be, it, it bounced but back and forth between like magic shows held from time to time in there, or. Sometimes there would be traveling exhibits of just weird things that were like artifacts from around the world, which we can get back to later on. You might know where I'm leading up to with that. Um, but yeah, it wasn't really going to be a haunted mansion. It was just sort of going to be this place to show off things that were sort of weird, not necessarily ghosts quite yet. More of a, more of a spooky uh, duplex. Right. Yeah. A spooky, not, not a haunted mansion, a spooky <laughs> duplex. <laughs> So, you know what? When, when I'm I, making my own Disney park, I'm going to make the spooky duplex, all right? No way, bro. I, I coined it. I already TM. All right. Duplex. Welcome to the spooky duplex. How do you how do you register a <laughs> trademark? Someone register that for me. Yeah. We're, we're, you know, we'll go in halfsies on it, okay? Spooky duplex. Right. Um, but, yeah, this was this Mickey Mouse Park was going to be on the, on the Burbank lot. And, obviously, it... It, 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 Walt's dream for Mickey Mouse Park outgrew the park real quick, like real right. quick. He right. he went from just wanting to have sort of a main street hub with one or two attractions around it went to from a hobby to a business. Right. Let's let's make this somewhere where I could just have my railroad at work to let's make this a place where I can earn money off of merchandise. Right. That's what it's all about. You ask Bob Chapek. That's what it's about. Um. So it expanded to having representation from his films. So movies like Snow White and Cinderella, and, or not Cinderella at the time, but just Snow White, those sort of movies, uh, Silly Symphonies, that became Fantasyland. Uh, Davy Crockett, uh, that became Frontierland. Uh, the True Life Adventure series, uh, which was Disney's live action. Uh, Nonfiction documentaries, which... By the way, I've I've seen. Have you ever seen these True Life uh, adventures? Oh. oh man, it's like imagine like a National Geographic documentary narrated by Paul Frees with Disney music playing in the background the whole time. What else? What else do you need? Dan has vanished. I just watched all go. of them. They were so good. 
They were great. Which, Thank you for recommending that. Wow. You, that was quite the binge. Yeah, man. What was your favorite part of the African episode? Um, all, the, you all, the, bush, all just... the bushes. All the bushes. <laughs> the bush, you know, the zebras were pretty there cool. Was the the tall there. grass. It looked like that house at the end of the street that nobody wanted to go to. <laughs> pretty. <laughs> and now, now we tie that back in, right? And so Walt loved the culture of New Orleans. And so when Disneyland opened, he had actually a steamboat based on the Mark Twain, you know, novels, but there was also jazz that would play on that steamboat nightly, uh, live jazz concerts. So it kind of, kind of was like a mini Mississippi land around the rivers of America around those days. And of course the, the, the gateway to the Mississippi river, New Orleans, Walt loved that culture. And so from the very beginning, he was planning on a New Orleans square. Um, didn't make it into, into the phase one of Disneyland, but what did make it into the planning for Disneyland um, was a sketch of not a haunted house, but a haunted church at the end of Main Street. Oh, really? So then it, it moved oh. from being sort of Mr. McGillicuddy's busted house to this ramshackled old church at the end of main street up on a hill. And this is when the ghosts started coming into play. This is when they, Walt started thinking about Walt and his people at wed. He wasn't just one man. You can't, right? put, a, you can't put a haunted church in the heart of America. That's that seems, that seems like <laughs> a really strong a message. <laughs> at the happiest place to on main earth. Street, USA where everything is great. We've got hot dogs and popcorn. You can buy shirts made of uh, American woven fabrics. And also we have a church that's full of ghosts. <laughs> it, it, it really complements the bra shop. We have just a few feet over right. that way. Go over there and get some, get some, get your cups some support. And then go over here and learn about how Christianity is haunted. It's a great, we're going to Disneyland. It's a great place to have fun with your friends, view the world of tomorrow and sin. That's it. Uh, I don't think you can have a true Catholic burial if you go to a haunted church on Main Street, USA. I don't. I think that that's you know what. You could probably rent out some plots. I feel like. Uh, yeah, they're they're not keeping records these days. <laughs> so, obviously, at some point, someone said, "Maybe we shouldn't have a haunted church. Maybe yeah. we shouldn't be doing this." And so, of course, it changed back into a house. And, you know, Disneyland was very, very tight budgeted when it was opening. Um, Walt took out a loan on his house, I believe, uh, against his house, and he had to get funding from ABC. So all of these things compounded, almost shut down the studio to pay for just what was there on opening day. Uh, couldn't couldn't make the haunted house work at the time. And other things like... Um, a uh, giant mountain that wasn't necessarily a roller coaster yet, but just a big snowy alpine mountain. Things like that would be added later on. And wow, so budget issues are the reason why kind of we didn't get a haunted mansion at when Disneyland first, because a haunted mansion at a theme park is a staple, right? Right. Like, like the haunted house pretzel dark rides are a classic. Right, and the fact that one wasn't at, I mean, we had we had scary dark rides, right? So I guess. Uh, you know, that they were IP based, right? You know, they right. didn't have their own real true unique. So yeah, that's interesting that uh, budgets, budgets, it's always the budgets. Close, the closest you would probably get is Snow White and her adventures. But even then, you know, it's that, that ride was pretty scary. I mean, that's probably what they were going for. That um, ride was 
very that was a spooky duplex that ride <laughs> that was a spooky duplex no way now her seven roommates in her spooky duplex <laughs> <laughs> and now, now she's only got an enchanted wish i think that's a downgrade yeah. all right when we've um, all seen wonder woman 84 so we know what wishes do to you yes oh man side note have you seen that movie <laughs> i have the trade back <laughs> all right <laughs> just wanted to make sure just wanted to make have sure we're on the same page here i have, have i watched you? it last night oh, okay okay yeah I, I remember when the mandalorian walked in walked in and he had baby yoda with him and everything and i was like this is really it's out of best. place for a dc movie it's like i knew pedro pascal was in this but i didn't know it was him playing the mandalorian again yeah but his mustache was not appearing yeah you know whenever i'm dedicated to a religion to hiding my face i always make sure to have an awesome like, mustache underneath listen when he when they took that helmet off and his mustache was there i was like okay this guy's he's an asshole this guy's an asshole and he's like <laughs> contractually he's like i do not shave my mustache i don't know why i'm making him french but i do not shave my mustache you know like that's what it is like he doesn't do it you know he saw what happened to henry cavill and god damn it it will not happen to him and he then he's have... in wonder woman 84 and he doesn't have a mustache why does the mandalorian have a, <laughs> have a mustache why? You can't have a CGI must a CGI mustache and a CGI Luke in the same scene. It's too much. <laughs> the budget doesn't can't handle it. We can, we put all the budget into Luke, and he's only on yeah. screen for two minutes. Right. What were we talking about? Something about ghosts. Um. No. um <laughs> so, when Disneyland opened, needless to say, massive success. Right. Everyone loved it. The place was. I've heard. Looked like Disneyland nowadays back in the 60s, right? Is essentially it's like you should see the castle. It's huge. <laughs> it's all it's looks like it's nearly three stories tall. <laughs> it's bigger than banks, guys. I'm, I'm telling you. Have <laughs> you know the you place seen... we keep money? <laughs> <laughs> it, it can't go wrong. Uh-oh, oh. what happened to your camera? I'm gonna fix this. Pause. There we go. How's that? All right, back to it. We were on. Are we good? We're looking good. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh my God, I didn't even think about that mustache thing until right now. And I'm so I, angry. I'm so I angry. Thought, I was like, why does he have a mustache? He's wearing a helmet. Like I could have got a beard, right? Because then he wouldn't shave at all. But like just the mustache. That's going to get In like 60 years, it's going to get retconned. What was that, Nate? Sorry. All right. Sorry about that. The ghosts seemed to be displeased we were talking about Pedro Pascal's facial hair instead of them. So why don't we hop right back into the Haunted Mansion, Dan? Yes, I completely agree. Sorry, I'm just writing something down. Okay. Okay, I'm here. So Disneyland opened. It was a massive success. It was crazy all the time. Um, people were talking about how big the castle was. People were saying, did you know you could drive a gasoline car? there on rails right <laughs> cars you know they're not gonna get rid of that at all that is just gonna... <laughs> it's gonna age perfectly but if you're buying stocks and disneyland rides i'm telling you what 
the the one that burns diesel. That's money, the one you want. Invest. <laughs> That's the one you want to get in on. Did you know they have an entire museum dedicated to aluminum? A what? <laughs> an entire wrap my chicken with. <laughs> the very same. The stuff I pack my dear husband's lunch with. Did you know they could make pigs out of it? All right. So Disneyland opened massive success. Walt took all that money and was immediately started planning. He started planning for phase two. Phase two would include things like the monorail that would run to the not Disney owned Disneyland hotel. It would include things like the new update to Tomorrowland. Yes. Um, People movers, things like that. Um, Matterhorn Mountains, and on the other side of the park, what used to be Frontierland, there would be this New Orleans land. And it it was planned to be this sort of homage to the culture, right? So it wasn't going to have too many rides in it. It was going to have restaurants, dining. There was going to be a wax museum of famous pirates from the Caribbean. There was going to be... uh, The one semi-attraction they would have had, though, would be the haunted house. Uh, But this would also be a walkthrough. You would be guided by someone through it. And we've talked about this a little bit before, but do you know the original, who the original ghost host for the Haunted Mansion was going to be? The original guide who was going to lead you through the Haunted Mansion, or at least an early concept. Uh, Like the person narrating it. Yes, the narrator of the the Haunted House attraction. Um, The guy who was Davy Crockett. Close. Oh, okay. a little higher up on the chain. It was Walt Disney. Oh, really? Yeah, Walt oh, Disney wow. himself would welcome you into the mansion and give you a tour of the house. My God, that would not have aged well. Can you all. imagine <laughs> walking in a haunted mansion, 2021? Walt Disney himself, his voice booming over the loudspeakers. Oh my and God. He, I, he would be the one guiding you through these different scenes. Not physically, but he would be the, 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 the voice talking to you about how they got all these ghosts and all these artifacts and brought them to Disneyland. Imagine the end of the ride. <laughs> like if they were keeping it up. I would imagine that Walt would use this opportunity. Let's be real. Okay, if Walt's the ghost host, yes. by the time you get into into grim grinning ghosts like in time by the time you get to the graveyard halfway through right. you've done like the you've done the turn walt's coming back in and he's not saying like we'll follow you home no walt's pointing you to another attraction the newest thing right, <laughs> right. Walt's like it's like please we'll check out the so. pirate walk through pirates museum right right <laughs> and then imagine so then imagine imagine like the last because he's he's doing recording stuff all the time the last thing he records is and make sure to go and visit my new land of, my new community of tomorrow, Epcot. Epcot. The, 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 the progress city. Of mankind. Progr- yeah, Prog- the definition of progress, tomorrow, today, forever. You know, the-, the, the, the Coming the in 1969. Yeah, and then like, you know, purists are like, we never change it, Walt's been Walt's been pimping Epcot Fans for would the be past in, in 40 years. If we changed it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, okay, so where do I find... Asking the right. cast members, like, where's this Progress City? Where can I find that? 
oh my God. And then we were just adding fuel to the fire to like those diehard Disney fans who are just like, this is yeah. what Walt would have wanted. You know what I mean? <laughs> Walt wouldn't have appreciated this. Yeah. He, Walt Walt would have wanted that that spot for Progress City at the end of the Haunted Mansion, I think. I right. think that would have he would have needed that. So the opportunity from the mansion came with this New Orleans square land. They needed th- this walkthrough. And the logistics of a walkthrough attraction are really bad, right? Unless it's like outdoors, like um, Swiss Family Robinson or the new Moana one. You can just keep kind of funneling people through. You don't even really need cast members to uh, just be stationed. Just make sure nobody jumps off, you know? Yeah, everything's just got to be caged. You know, you, yes. can't trust, you can't trust the tourists. It's got to be that cool rope cage, though, so it fits in an adventure land instead of just a right. or oh, rod yeah. iron. It's got to be themed caging. I mean, themed caging. <laughs> <laughs> so Disney's. Hi, Disney. welcome to Swiss Robins. We have uh, you should welcome to our jail. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to see our woven jail bars? <laughs> <laughs> They're all natural. <laughs> They're Welcome made from the Disney. very leaves that surround you. <laughs> I mean, it's a fun fact at all, but I don't see why that had to be mentioned. <laughs> Solid. I love you. No. Damn it. Dalen. Dalen. You'll get I it. Have to, I'll get it. I'll get it, buddy. I'm so sorry. It's, no, it's okay. It's like, man, I, it's like Gene Lafitte. I called him that one time in one video. And now I will never live it down. You called him Gene Lafitte? It was four years ago, all right? Fresh out of high school. Didn't know. I knew it was John, right? right? I did. Or I knew it was Lafitte. I didn't know how to pronounce, apparently, Gene or John in French. So I said Gene Lafitte in a video one time. And it has been a running gag on my channel for the past four years. Listen, the, ne- the next time that someone gives you nonsense about that, just point, just, just to, to deflect it. And say, hey, uh, only, it was up until only recently that Kevin from Defunctland realized that Star Tours uh, was a was a joke. It was a rhyme of Star Wars because he pronounced it Wait. Star Tours. Star Tours. <laughs> so he didn't get the pun. So I mean, like, okay. hey, <laughs> we are talking the Defunctland didn't get the pun. <laughs> Star Tours. Yeah, Star Star Wars, Star Tours, Star Wars. Right. Yeah, no, that's That's what it's a joke. Maybe it's a regional thing. Maybe I'm too Coloradan to understand this, but I've always called it Star Tours. Star Tours. Star Tours. Imagineer who's like who's who's riding on that ride with 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 freaking (laughs) freaking PJ Pee Wee Herman, not PJ, Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens like, ay, 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 you know what I mean? You spin it around. You're like He's he's like nauseous. He's like he's just like oh my god, what an experience! We should make a ride about the human body. Put, <laughs> put a splinter in a hot chick I and then fuck you into her. <laughs> I think if we had the beating heart synced to a motion simulator, people right. will be all over it. There's no yeah. there's no way this could go wrong. Forget the force, man. This is gonna be the future of science. This <laughs> is the- <laughs> Welcome to Body Wars. We also have this attraction right next door. It's called the Mop Closet. If you puke, you have to clean it up yourself. <laughs> I love the, I would love the fun fact of, I wish, like, let's start the rumor of that. Fun fact, the Imagineer who designed Body Wars actually had motion sickness, but the ride didn't trigger it. 
Right. He was the only one. He, everyone told him it was great. No, this is great. Go. Right. Yeah, no, until it opened. He didn't realize that his the, the, the constant variable that was him was wrong. Right. <laughs> and nobody nobody thought to test it out. Nobody else at Imagineering no bothered no to like, try it. It's like, what's Rick doing? Well, I don't know, man. Where is he? I, yeah. I, I saw Rick three weeks ago in the cafeteria. Uh, he was dressed as a doctor. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> Something about MetLife. Yeah, I don't know. about MetLife, the baseball stadium. No, Frank, like, this is that didn't exist in this. In this, we're in the past, man. We're in the. <laughs> and Met then Life reality a baseball stadium. Yeah, right. It's yeah. <laughs> hey, should we test out body wars to make sure no one's getting sick on it? No, Rick rides that all the time, and he's got terrible motion sickness. It'll be fine. Yeah, but he's he tests that every time he sees blood. So, like, that's we. That's what we. Has anyone thought about getting a new tester? A what? <laughs> right after you hit the making of me, we're going to send you over to Body Wars and it'll, everything's going to be fine. Is that the right order to see it in? Make You got to see the making of me with Martin Short explaining how ba where babies come from. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. But I'm saying, like, if you're in the Wonders and of Life, then, you've got Cranium Command, you've got Body Wars, you've got Wonders, you've got the uh, making of me, right? What's the right. order? What's the order it's, that you take would it be clockwise? So you do Body Wars first, right? Because Body Wars is in on your left, or is it on the right? I think body it's on the like, left. It was, yeah, it was like it was like back up into to the, the left. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, up into, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you go, you go clockwise, and you end it with Kitchen Cabaret. This is a haunted mansion. This is the land pavilion. I thought this is a haunted was in the land pavilion. Kitchen, no, yeah, Kitchen Cabaret. What am I thinking? Cranium Command. Sorry, it's the it's the cuss sounds. The 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 uh yeah. Okay, Walt was gonna be the ghost host. Uh yes, Walt was gonna be the ghost host. That ended up falling through. So then it was a walkthrough. It was gonna be a normal cast member. Uh underpaid, just college student biding their time at Disneyland, leading you through leading groups of 30 to 40 people through a haunted house attraction. What could go wrong? Right. And similar there was to what like Halloween horror nights is today. Like it was yes. kind of like a like a but like but different in that there were show scenes. You would stop. You would see show scenes. That's the scenes. Disney difference. That's right. the Disney difference. Um, the yeah. Difference. <laughs> so there was lots of talk for story. They every good horror movie has to have a, a convincing plot, right? And so does this horror attraction. It has to have a, a a plot that is so you know airtight that tells such a convincing story that you know guests will be keep they'll keep coming back to see new things they'll they'll come back not because of the story but because of the the effects that accompany it so the Something story truly has to lost be... on the horror industry today <laughs> right i mean have you seen uh ouija origin of evil that walt would not approve dallin i have 100 percent not seen ouija origin of evil i think now, i've seen the first one <laughs> there's more than one <laughs> Dude, so fun fact actually i think the the funny the best fact about these movies is that it's not a movie about a ouija board it's a movie licensed by hasbro the toy company no. like the transformers toy company about no. their hasbro ouija board they use the hasbro brand ouija board in the movie it's a product no. it's, an, it's a commercial for hasbro toys wait hasbro's directly involved it might not be Hasbro. I believe I'm 99% sure it's Hasbro, though. 
Well, what I'm saying is like whoever makes Ouija board, you're saying that it's like it's like the study that Coca-Cola did that that proved that like fat was the enemy, not sugar, in like the exactly. 70s and ruined America. Like this is like like you're saying the that same this is thing. like a, this is a <laughs> this, <laughs> this is a marketing scheme is what you're saying this we, movie is. The movie is a commercial for Ouija boards. They tried to sell they're trying to sell them. I can't wait them. to watch it. I can't wait to watch it. Well, now you have to. I'm going to. I'm I don't know what I'm like. We need to wrap this up. I think. No, go on. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Uh, see you. Is, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so, speaking of horror movies, uh, the Haunted Mansion had a lot of influences, not only in its architecture, which would be inspired by the Shipley Lidecker House in New Orleans. Uh, if you've ever seen that, you could probably throw an image of it or something up. It's called it's called the Shipley Lidecker House, and it is it is the closest you can find to the real Haunted Mansion anywhere in the world. Or it was. I believe it was torn down, sadly. Um, but there are show scenes on the inside that were going to be inspired by horror movies. Um, I believe there was a 1940s uh, movie, French. It was a French adaptation of Beauty and the Beast before uh, Disney had ever gotten around to that, before Alan Menken oh, right, and right, Howard right. Ashton yeah, made, yeah, yeah. made Be Our Guest. It was going to be away when there's lots of like, you know, lots of shadows on the eyes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the thing with Beauty and the Beast is all the, you know, all the appliances and all the things in the house were alive. And so there would be human uh, arms holding torches to light the hallways oh. or right, right, right. living, living busts that would talk to you or look at you as you walked past. And so those are very obvious influences from the movie in 1959, 1969, sorry, Haunted Mansion. Um, and so, you know, the outside was done. The outside, they started the construction on the outside of the attraction way, way before they were close to fin being done with right. the actual attraction. That's why if the, you look, go, no, go ahead. Walt was with us when the facade was built. Correct. That's that's accurate, yeah. And there was a sign outside saying, "Go talk to Ghost Relations if you want to be a part of this afterlife sure party." There's going to be an episode of this podcast all about that sign. We could probably, I could probably go on about that for about twenty or thirty minutes alone. Um, so that's why uh, remnants of early storylines can be found in the haunted mansion, like the the ship weather vane, as a reference to Captain Gore, who was originally a pirate who. Bought the house, hid it from his wife, and when his wife found out, he killed his wife, uh, then hung himself because his wife's ghost was so annoying. Just as so, he got on his nerves so much, he had to. He hung himself in the rafters, which is where the uh, the ghost host in the stretching room hanging himself came from. And so now he was a ghost being haunted by his wife's ghost for eternity. That was going to be a sort of oh. plot thread throughout the ride. Okay. How how obnoxious this woman was to this pirate cat un undead pirate captain, and so that's right. why that ship weather vane is there. That didn't happen. Uh, there are references to it in the finished mansion. Um, over the over the uh, the months as the months went by, though, we were talking about walk through attractions and how just so it's a nightmare. It's it's like a nightmare to get people through, especially indoors with scary effects. You had like. People are either going to, they might not want to move, they might want to go back. And so Disney right. decided to use this newer technology that they had been working on that appeared in an attraction in Tomorrowland uh, and also at the World's Fair 
called an Omnimover. Now, the one at the World's Fair wasn't exactly an Omnimover. It was part of Ford's Magic Skyway, where you'd be riding in an Omnimover belt, but you'd be riding in a Ford car. So instead right. of a, a Doom buggy, you're in just a car <laughs> driving, right. driving through the prehistoric times. Right. For, for whatever reason. <laughs> like, hot, hot. Oh, look, there's, there's, a, there's a Triceratops. Uh, right. And then now we're in the city in the future. And Ford's um, made tough. <laughs> tough, tough as enough. this Triceratops. <laughs> tough enough to outrun a T-Rex. The tires on this car are made of these dead dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? How do you think these cars go? That's right. The corpses of these animals are inside the gas tank right now. Right. What's that you smell? Dead dinosaur? <laughs> buy that buy, I would buy that magic candle company candle right the burnt remains of the gooey corpses of dinosaurs <laughs> it's like subtitle Ford's Magic Skyway so the other attraction that featured more accurate Omnimovers uh, was Adventure Through Inner Space in Tomorrowland also starring Paul Freese um and they were painted blue instead of black, but it was a nice way for Disney to keep people moving. It was a never ending sort of people mover style belt where it would just go around and around. It would never stop. It's a people mover. It just never stopped. It never stopped. Yeah. It's a great way to keep people moving through. And this way they could also articulate the doom buggy to face you in the direction they wanted you to face. So for example, when you're going down into the graveyard scene, you face backwards looking at the house as you go down into the graveyard. When you're in Madame Leota's room, the doom buggy can turn to face Leota, that sort of thing. Because if you ever look behind you when you're in a doom buggy, there's not much going on, usually, unless you... Figment was giving you a weird look there, my bad. Um, but there's not much going on behind you in, while you're riding the doom buggy. And that's because you're supposed show, to be show scene wise. Show scene wise. Right, right. right. Yeah. Unless you're like in the graveyard, because there's everything everywhere, but... If you're in the ballroom and you look behind you, it's a wall. So that's way that that way they can face you where you want to go. So that solved the problem of just the nightmare that is moving people through a walkthrough attraction. Um, and as the ride went further and further along, they couldn't decide on a story. There was no perfect airtight story that they could tell to 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 just keep the story and all the show scenes coherent, right? So you couldn't have Madame Leota's parlor and the graveyard and the stretching room all kind of be part of a cohesive story. Although of course, over the years they've tried with like the comic books and the movies, you know how that's, how, how well that goes, right? Yeah. You should see one my second. Eddie Murphy, how to mansion back tattoo. Right. One second, Eddie Murphy's running through a hallway of uh, enchanted suits of armor. And the next he's driving Madam driving with Madame Leota in the passenger seat through, through a glass window. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best you can do with the Haunted Mansion story. Man, yeah. what a choice. What a choice to turn that film, that movie hey. into that film. I mean, that right into that film. I respect the choice that was made. I just don't respect how <laughs> everything else about that movie was right. done. Right, like I get that it was a movie and movies are a result of a lot of hard work and it's all of this and I get that and I appreciate it for what it is, but why did we do it? Mark Davis would have loved it, right? He wanted The Haunted Mansion to be a comedy, and that movie was an Eddie Murphy comedy, all right? Mark Davis, I think, would have been a fan of that movie. All I'm hoping for is that I, I could, 
I you, because it was so it was a cartoon. It was a living cartoon. That yes. Was, yeah. It was. And that's I'm essentially that John Favreau, he did Marvel. He now he's doing Star Wars. And right. then like we don't have to mess with pirates, right? Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Favs, he don't need no pirate business. But what Johnny no. Favs does need is some hot mansion business. Start I think get us rolling into a hot mansion cinematic universe, Johnny Favs. Come Ooh. on, buddy. I think a Haunted Mansion TV show would pro- I think that might be better than a Haunted Mansion movie. Maybe. Would the Haunted Mansion TV show not just be Downing Abbey, but everyone's dead? Everyone's dead except for one guy, and he's got a dog with him. Yeah, zombie Downing Abbey and the one living old bastard that no one believed because he has a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I was standing there right outside... Around. Yeah, <laughs> I was standing right outside the graveyard. Martin. My knees were trembling. There were ghosts singing all around me. Why don't you believe me? And they're like, ah, hey, shut up. Yeah, man. shut up. Here's a nickel. <laughs> Go get a pickle, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. New Orleans for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. It's New Orleans. And there's a parade going by. Yeah. Mardi Gras there for some reason. Um, and so I, I kind of touched on this with Mark Davis. They, there were two sort of creative leads in the attraction, and that was Mark Davis, known for his animation work on characters like villains, I believe, like Cruella de Vil, Maleficent, big one. And so he, being the villain guy, wanted the ride to be child-friendly and happy, of course. Right. And Claude Coates, on the other hand, another Disney animator, was more into the, I wouldn't say scary, but more effects driven sort of eeriness of like old new orleans and he wanted to really capitalize on that and so if you look at some concept art for the original graveyard that claude Coates was behind these ghosts were not having tea parties they were not riding bikes around these ghosts were demonic looking beings rising from the tomb and shrieking in your face very different um can you imagine if it was that way today like the whole ride is yeah, just you know, cranked up to I eleven. I honestly can't. I honestly can't. I can't you because can't. we. It doesn't have. A, it, yeah. It's not gonna. It's not gonna work. Like, in I Disneyland. It's not gonna. Yeah, it's not gonna work in Disneyland. It's not gonna work in Disneyland, and it wouldn't have been a success. It would have just gone away eventually, or would have been changed into right. something else. You know what right. I mean? It just. It really would have. Like we saw what happened, right? Like let's fast With, forward to to Mikey E. Uh, and his and him trying to desperately going. be a good father, and yep. so he builds this alien encounter ride. You know yes. what I mean? And there are children uh, paying therapists a great deal of money, wondering why you know they can't sleep whenever they're on vacation with their family. And it turns out, well, because Becky, tw- seventeen years ago, you got PTSD from a, a from a space lizard that killed a man with a flashlight above your head and then she licked the back the man of your neck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go on that one, Michael Jesus. Hesner. <laughs> let's put Stitch in there instead. Right. So let's have spooky ghosts scare the crap out of kids. And this you is know? in the 1960s, too. Cold right. Ch- like, these guys could do whatever they wanted. <laughs> it, it, it didn't matter. Sure, we've seen Mad Men. Oh, that's the 50s. Did they I mean, go into the 60s in Mad Men? There, I don't know how many seasons there were. Eight, nine? Let's see, realistically, they started like... 54, 50, 55. We probably got into the 60s. I don't know how time works on that show, though. 
you know, <laughs> you, you raise a good point with that. <laughs> Sorry, so, go ahead. So no, yeah, it's you're, a con- big contention of sp- scary versus versus spooky. Right. And so in the end, of course, just split it down the middle, more or less. We have the first half of the ride, no demons, no jump scares. We're going to have it be eerie. We're going to have it build the tension. And there's going to be a scene in the middle that's going to combine the two. And then there's going to be a fun, classic, Disney, funny, uh, visual gag sort of thing. And so more along the lines of like Jungle Cruise at the time. And with the the invention of audio animatronics at the World's Fair, that would allow them to make more lifelike ghosts. So that was added in. That's another reason why the Haunted Mansion got pushed back to after Walt's death is because he was focusing on the World's Fair. And so 1969 rolls around. Finally, the gates are opened and guests walk in, right? And you have this meticulously maintained lawn. You have this... Uh, half walk through sort of half Omnimover style dark ride that completely blows anything Disney's ever done before out of the water. This was the rise of the resistance of 1969. Right. It absolutely was. Yeah. This was the ascension of theme parks to a different level. And you know, it was because it holds up so well today. It's timeless. It's a timeless ride. And most of everything that we know from the haunted mansion today was there on, uh, on opening day. There were a few changes here and there. Um, There was namely one or two, both in the attic. There was one, of course, everyone knows right after the bride, Dan. Hatbox Ghost, baby. Hatbox, the original Hatbox Ghost. Oh, gee, right? Yeah. And the effect everyone knows. I mean, I'm talking like you guys know this already. There was an animatronic after the bride called the Hatbox Ghost. He was a guy holding a hatbox and his head would disappear from on top of his shoulders and appear in his hat box and then disappear from the hat box back onto his head. The effect didn't work at all. You could see both heads at all times. And so it must've been, I don't know if it was like a month or if it was a couple days or a couple weeks, they pulled the animatronic from the attic scene. There was, there's footage of him on YouTube. It was amazing when I first watched this footage, but yeah, it's low, low light, low quality, but it's there. It's footage of the hat box ghost. And there was another one which would never fly today. And that was cobwebs hanging from the rafters that would brush your face as you rode past them. Yeah. We called them the COVID dangles in 2020. <laughs> the COVID, the COVID danglers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Nate, what is it? The tick, the tickler, the, 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 um, what's the thing from that Gilbert Godfrey's always talking about the, uh, uh, where, where they would bu- the tingler yeah where they would buzz the seat yeah where they would buzz the seats uh in the theater yeah uh, sc- scream when you see the tingler yeah it's so if a kid is going on this ride twice they know where the cobwebs are going they'll grab the cobwebs and they'll rip them down right imagineering <laughs> has actually worked to randomize your cobweb experience yes this is so this is a no known fact two cobwebs are alive <laughs> so that way if you have anxiety or if you have a scared right. child who's not afraid who doesn't like the ghosts whenever they get brushed physically by something in the ride that'll immediately kick in their fight or flight you know what 
mentioning children just gave me this great idea. There should be like a there should be like a like a scaredy dome, like a scaredy emergency dome, right? That you like reach back, you grab it, you just pull down a shield like Buzz Lightyear's <laughs> yes. helmet. <laughs> And it, it just plays like inside out or something. Yeah. yeah like, and it just lights up inside. It's an LED screen. It's got Mickey Mouse. He's just like, hey, believe in magic. You know, <laughs> you want a churro? You know? <laughs> the Haunted Mansion's not scary enough for it. It's not. It's, it's, it's not. It, Alien I mean, Encounter would have been a good feature. That needs the screen. <laughs> that needs yeah. the screen. So, yeah. Um, so they took the cobwebs out as well. That didn't make the cut. Right. And. Over the years, of course, they made changes to the attic scene, to uh, the graveyard scene here and there. But, you know, for the most part, it's been relatively the same over the years. And, you know, because there were so many stories to tell, they didn't tell the one singular story. The story became, this is just a retirement home for ghosts. We're going to have 80 stories going on at the same time in this ballroom scene. We're going to have Mark Antony and Cleopatra. We're going to have... Uh, who else we got? Um, how many documented ghosts are there? We've got like, there's like, like what, like 40, 50 in the mansion in yeah. the ride. Oh, yeah. I, I, mm, that's a good question. I was we'll, do an ep- we'll do an episode about it. We'll I was going to make a video. There you um, go, man. And it was going to be, I believe the, the answer is around like 60 to 70 ghosts, animatronics in the ride. Or like not animatronics, but like physic, like ghosts you can see in the ride. Um, but yeah, they're just everywhere. They're just famous ghosts everywhere. So they just made it the retirement home for ghosts. And that's what the story became. And like I said, the ride opened in 1969. It was an immediate hit and would go on to inspire other Disneyland rides from becoming a walkthrough like the Pirate's Wax Museum that was going to happen to um, a more traditional sort of ride vehicle, ride through show scenes, which is what Pirates of the Caribbean eventually became. Can you imagine if you were walking through Pirates of the Caribbean? They have to hand out like fly fishing pants before you go in so you can wade through the water without getting wet. I imagine they would be like a, it would be like a aquarium tube situation, bro. I don't think that they would just put us in, they would put us in pirate safety tubes so that we could we could watch them in their natural habitat, but we would have a safety barrier between us. I don't think we'd be waiting. I think you're underestimating Disney, my man. I think they could uh, do I, it. I think they could. Why haven't we done, why hasn't there been a paid special event, Pirates Lazy River, where they just take all the boats out and they just let you lazy river it? You know what? I would pay extra for that. Are you kidding me? I absolutely would pay extra for that. I would pay a lot of money. Like I would pay like $600 to Lazy River Pirates of the Caribbean. Are you kidding you me, bro? Cast members I'm... stationed to make sure no one walks into the show scenes. Oh, yeah. Like if you get off your tube in a, like illegitimately, um, you're out, bro. You're out. Right. You never get to Lazy River at Disney ever again. After hours, two hundred dollars per two hundred dollars a person. Three hours, I would do it. I've done it before. I would lazy river. It's a small world. I would. I would. I'll one up you on that. I would lazy river. What's another Disney? Splash Mountain. 
Um, living lazy river living with the land living with the lazy living with the land and, and yeah oh and then as you're going around they're handing you little samples of of corn and stuff <laughs> have you ever tried breadfruit here try a yeah. breadfruit here we grew this here we grew this here take this well, thank you <laughs> don't drop it in the water we'll have to kick you out bro i would i would do and like cornbread and stuff you know like i would be yeah. sign me up for that oh man what did we just in, did we just invent the greatest thing ever? Seriously though, if Disney wants to like call us, we can talk about logistics because obviously it's going to be a lot of logistical things, but I think we could work something out. Yeah, they're just going to take the boats out. There's no yeah. it's, it's all those it's all level water in living with the land. There's no Bring the boats into the station. Yeah, there's no drops. Pirates of the Caribbean the drop would be a little difficult. You could manage, but I think. I think I think if we they just put big like if they like line the bottom of it with tubes, yes, you know what I mean? like a, like, like a, pillows, like a tube uterus or something, like a tuberous yes. that would like catch you and birth you into the next section, you know. <laughs> and that way, you're not getting ground up in the machinery as you go down into hamburger right. meat. Right. Splash Mountain, though, on the other hand, not, not doable. We can't lazy not, for Splash Mountain. Probably not. I think the, what they got going is the best option. I am going to write a video tonight all about lazy rivering water attractions at Disney parks. <laughs> hey, man, I'll be your guest star on that one. I'll gladly talk about lazy rivering haunt, uh, pirates. But that is the history of the Haunted Mansion right up until it opened. Dan, what do you think? Okay, this is fantastic. I love this idea of this for a lot of reasons because, you know, we're not we're not doing like a three-hour like crazy dive into something. I mean, maybe not yet. I think when we get to Jean Lafitte, maybe we might we'll have probably to. be going three to four hours. Right. right. But for now it's, it's just this. And there's lots of stuff about the haunted mansion that I want to know about that. I don't really, I, I want to know more about how it was made. I want to know in, in universe lore. I want to know Disney lore. I want to know yeah. fan lore, you know, like, and I think that this is going to be fun way to get educated and uh, and talk about the the mansion. You know and I mean? we have barely scratched the surface. I skipped over a lot leading up to opening, so there's more stuff we could talk about. Uh, oh right, you, well, yeah, you have to. You can't you can't tell the whole thing. But that was right. like an abridged. That was the Spark Notes version of the Disneyland haunted mansion. The Spark Notes, almost an hour passing an hour of the, of the opening of the haunted mansion. Hey, Spark Notes is not just like a three leaf pamphlet, man. It's a small <laughs> booklet. I mean, right. it's not. You're, you're condensing a lot of information down to like, you know, 45 pages. You know yes. What I mean? Oh, and it's a lot of information because we haven't even talked about the building of the or, uh, Orlando mansion yet or right. anything Tokyo, like that. Tokyo and then Hong Kong and all Kong. these things. And Paris. Ooh. Oh, so man. we haven't really figured out all the logistics of this yet, but it's it's you're watching it right now. And you so, are you're watching it as it unfolds. Yeah, behold this information. Ta-da! Hey, look, this is where you can find us now. And you wow. can listen other places <laughs> and also things. <laughs> Magic Candle Company, put a code in. Something happens yeah. when you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to get a Magic Candle Company a code that when you put it in, all you're allowed to do is order the Haunted Mansion candle. Right. Yeah. It locks you out of all the other ones. Right. Maybe we can talk, maybe we can talk to them because because Dal and I are very close with the the the, the MCC, oh, yeah. uh, and maybe we can get that, like well, that's a what special... we call them. We're the the MCC because we know them so well. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we should get like a special coupon code that you know gets fifteen percent off, but then like for the mansion candle, it's always locked in twenty percent. Yes. You know I mean? I'm sure we can make. We got. We got to make some calls. We'll, make, make some... we'll call the MCC and we'll yeah. get it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but th this is all the information. And then by the time we make the next episode, um, that information will be shared with you in conversation between us. Yep. And it'll be, you'll be watching it again as it unfolds. You'll get the rare, raw, uncut footage of us re reacting to things that were cut from the mansion, things that were added to the mansion, things that were never in the mansion, ashes that may have been spread at the mansion, everything. Mm. So leave a comment below about what you would like to hear us talk about. We always want to hear what you want us hear. Yeah, we'll talk so about it. Let us hear it, and but we'll have to read it. We don't reading. have anyone reading. Wait, we don't you have anyone read comments? Our com do you, wait, you, do you have a person who just reads comments to you? Well, I hire, I hire ones? someone. Yeah, well, I, they write it down, and then they mail it, it to me, and I read the comments through the mail. No, no, no. It's a, it's, 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 it's a part-time gig. <laughs> But they, they, Who's they, your they, guy? they, you gotta, you gotta like, uh, you gotta call me. I got, they, I want to get that feature. Yeah. They, they, they like, it's like, car, uh, beautiful cursive handwriting on parchment. They send me all the comments and I read through in them like, and I tell them which ones to respond to and how to respond to them. <laughs> in like 500 years, like we're never going to have a Hamilton about this decade because nothing's being written down. You know what I mean? Right. Like all of this is just all of our communication now is worthless digital garbage that sure. no one's that's not going to be saved, and so we're not going to find out about like about President, you know, Flapjack Zergon and his and his lustrous affair. <laughs> One of the most corrupt like, the presidents in the United States. Been lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> they say the the, the archaeologists when they dig up this this link in the depths of the internet. 200 years from now, they're going to say, man, these guys really like talking about amusement park attractions. <laughs> what was this? What was this religion? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, they're very devoted. They hate a chapak. Chapak. <laughs> a chapak. <laughs> the, cult, the cult of Iger. They do not like the lip gloss. I do not understand. <laughs> Chapstick. Chap Something about merchandise. Write that down. Lover of thrill, hater of moist lip. No, <laughs> they had, understand. <laughs> they had two leaders. They seem to be brothers, very similar names. Iger and Eisner. <laughs> yeah. But that, everyone, is the Foolish Mortals podcast. We were going to call it Cadaverous Pals. But then I just I just rolled in and made a logo, because we're because that's what we are we're foolish mortals that's what that's, we are. that's and what a logo it is might I add you're you're a foolish mortal I'm a foolish mortal we're all foolish mortals and that I don't know where I was going with that that's a fact <laughs> <laughs> Disney Dan offhand Disney see you guys thank you. We'll, we'll we'll come up with a good sign off. We'll we'll have to think about it. It's got to be haunted mansion related. Maybe we just hitchhike our way out. Oh yeah, they do do that, huh? Yeah. See ya. It's gonna head to my spooky duplex. Gonna follow you home. <laughs> Ooh, that's not maybe a little too far. <laughs> <laughs>